Financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year. And then the inflation data came out, higher than expected. Friends, this isn't going away. It can't. The U.S. is $34 trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Text STRANGE to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation with gold. Text STRANGE to 989898 now. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. On this episode, a media scientist with some shocking news out of Great Britain. The Queen is dead, but the lid is being kept on this secret until the House of Lords can decide who is the legitimate heir to the throne. You've got no decision, a stalemate in the House of Lords, and they all decide, look, keep the status quo. Everybody would agree on that. So we replace it with somebody who would be either a, an absolute body double, a doppelganger, or they could go with clones, they could go with robotoids, synthetic automatons, who knows. This podcast is brought to you by Paranormal Contractors. You'd be surprised to know how many people are experiencing some kind of paranormal activity in their home or business, perhaps even some kind of spirit oppression. It's not something that's discussed in public for fear of ridicule, but it is happening. Maybe it's happening to you or someone you care about. Make no mistake, this is a serious matter, and my good friends at Paranormal Contractors treat it with the seriousness it deserves. Paranormal Contractors is a division of crime and trauma scene cleaners. They'll come to your home with the latest technology to investigate, authenticate, and remediate your ghost or demon problem. Why not put your mind at rest and take that first important step? Call them right now at 1-866-724-0800. 1-866-724-0800. Or email them at paranormalcontractors at gmail.com and tell them Richard sent you. Check out their YouTube channel, Paranormal Contractors, for things that go bump in the night. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. Revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs. Here's Richard Serrett. Nelson Thal is recognized as one of the world's leading authorities on the science of communication, media, and process analysis. His expertise has afforded him the opportunity to define law terms for the Federal Court of Canada and develop a television series with the late Dr. Timothy Leary. While a graduate student studying at the University of Toronto with Professor Marshall McLuhan, Nelson became a McLuhan protege and served as the president of the Marshall McLuhan Center on Global Communications from 1990 to 1995. He served on the boards of directors of Torstar, Stanley Media, 
Peace Arch Films and Entertainment, and other publicly traded media companies. He's a lecturer, author, and has been a consultant to companies in the United States, Russia, Canada, and Great Britain. Nelson Thal, welcome back to Conspiracy Unlimited. How are you? Very good, Richard. It's a pleasure to be back with you and uh, enjoyed all your great success. Thank you. Well, you're uh, you're our resident media scientist, but you're also a bit of a royal watcher, not in the gossipy sense, but you're kind of looking at what's going on behind the scenes with the royal family. And uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, uh, you know, various factions who have claims to the throne. Uh, this came up recently when uh, when I was talking to someone about uh, the the, uh, the the murder of Princess Diana and uh, how she was perceived as a threat because the the Spencer family their lineage goes back to the to the uh, the, the Tudors I believe uh, or the Stuarts I can't remember which but it, it, it has been argued that they have more of a claim to the British uh, throne than the Windsors so uh, let's talk a little bit about that who are the various uh, claimants to the throne of England and Great Britain? Well, um, we can't, time limits us to go through them all, but let's just talk about the ones who have been there in the past. Um, one of the most famous uh, members of the, uh, that uh, is the House of, of Hanover and the present, uh, Queen Victoria uh, uh, is the um, most outstanding member of that house. We also have the Tudors, which was Henry VIII, of course, was a Tudor. We have the Stuarts, and uh, Princess Diana was a Stuart. And we have the Windsors, which are really the um, Battenbergs. Uh, they changed their name to Mountbatten and then Windsor, and they really come from the house of saxe coburg Gotte. So those are the main uh, ones, but there are other houses. But just for sake of, sh of time, let's just talk about these ones because these seem to be the major ones that are in play right now. You mean there are still uh, there are still descendants of the Tudor dynasty around in Great Britain lobbying to become lobbying for the throne? I don't. Um, first of all, let's remember that these are family trusts. And just like uh, in Rome, there's uh, all the original um, family trusts that the Venetian nobility of the 14th century. Uh, they're similar in England. There's the nobility and the family trusts and the corporations go keep going. Corporations don't die. Corporations continue and father to grandson, father to son, to grandson, to great grandson. It gets passed down. The, uh, there's the, there's um, uh, TNT, Turn and Taxis, uh, is a family in Germany that are one of the major landholders. We get the word, they ran the 14th century uh, mail system in Florence. That's the 14th century. Uh, and uh, that's where we get the word taxi, by the way, hmm. turn, T-H-U-R-N, un taxis. Um, and just like there's, there's men, the Habsburgs, these are families that uh, Habsburgs had two of its, in its house, two members sat on the, uh, the Holy Roman Empire, Charles and uh, Rudolph, I think, but the Habsburgs are well known. So the same is true in, in England, but because the English have been able, like the, you don't hear much about the Habsburgs, 
immensely wealthy family, largest landowner in Germany, turning taxes is very, you'll see once in a while their members will pop up in some society magazine, the horse magazines, pretty well though they remain invisible behind the scenes, but very wealthy and the the Hanover House is still very much a major player. Um, the Prince of Han uh, Ernst August uh, is a young man. He's the he has about fourteen different names. Is basic for you and I. It's Ernst August, but you can look it up and see his names. He's Queen Victoria's great great grandson. He's the King of Hanover, and he is also the Prince of Great Britain and Ireland. He yeah. has that title. And where is he and residing so, right now? In 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 Germany. And and so and he is he would he would have a legitimate claim to the throne. Oh, he'd have a far more legitimate claim than Diana, Charles, or any of them. He had a more he'd have a greater claim than Queen Queen Elizabeth. But the first claimant didn't always get on. We've had a lot of murders, as we know. I mean, these families murder each other back and forth, fight each other, put wars. I mean. The House of Windsor certainly uh, used their control over Great Britain and didn't could have stopped the murder of their own cousins in Russia. They put out the they put out the lie, the the common, you know, <laughs> the winners write history. They put out in the history books that they loved them and they tried to save them. But actually, they didn't stand in the way of their murder. And Wall Street was controlled very much by the British crown. And Wall Street and the Bolshevik Revolution was certainly uh, Anthony Sutton's book will give you all the proof of the link. They could have stopped it and they didn't. So there's there's this ongoing family feuds and assassinations and murders to take control of the, the throne and it's been, of England. It's been happening for a thousand years and uh, it, it's still it's naive to think it isn't going on today it oh, I agree is. yeah they're a little more sophisticated they don't send soldiers in with broadswords to do their dirty work they're a little more you know they'll they'll fix the brakes on somebody's car that's how they do it today yeah. but I, I you told me something and this is uh this is I think gonna knock a lot of people's socks off uh, as we're talking about claims to the throne and so forth you say that you have it uh, on good authority according to your contacts in the intelligence uh, networks that yeah. that Queen Elizabeth II died back in December of 2016 and she's been replaced by a body double tell me about that Wh why why would they replace her and not announce let's leave the queen the body is dead double out because uh, let's leave the body double thing aside for a minute what i said was the queen died <clears throat> now um, december and it was announced on her website um, and, uh, of course, as people who um, follow state secrets that the ruling elite hope you don't learn, by the way, we, we really spend very little time on conspiracy theory. We're very much involved with the state secrets and following the state secrets that are kept quiet. So when you look at what's been going on, uh, the fact that the queen died and what's been happening since, it's very, very evident that um, if those facts were false, there's a lot of dots that lined up with it that wouldn't have lined up had it been false. Well, first of all, let me understood. let me ask you, you said that, that it was announced on her website. You mean someone accidentally told the truth and then they pulled it down? Absolutely. Now, how do how do, you, do we know? Is there a, did someone grab a screenshot of that and preserve yeah, it? Yeah, screenshots of it. I can send you her death mask, and it was a screenshot, and it was announced that she died. And then they put it up and put it down. It's almost like, look, we've got to make a public announcement, but we're not going to let it go for long, right? 
And we've seen this with court documents filed in Chicago uh, that Sherman Skolnick uh, uh, opened our eyes to and, and, and got copies of. Um, and uh, so that's what happened. So she died. And um, the question is, uh, long before her death, there were petitions being made to the House of Lords because the House of Lords is the one who chooses and decides on who's to be the new monarch, along with their, their advisors, of course. And the, the Privy British Council. Crown. The Privy the Council. The British Crown and the, and the House of Lords. There's a number of groups that are historically involved. And they've been watching and studying and they've been petitioning the House of Lords for years. I mean, by the time the Queen started to hit age 80, um, which was 16, I guess, years ago, the, the House of Lords have had lawyers from the Windsors, lawyers from the Hanovers, lawyers from the Stuarts, uh, and some other houses we don't need to go into and complicate it, uh, petitioning them to point out that uh, that they have a first claim or they have a second claim or whatever. And uh, certainly the Hanovers are the ones with the primary claim. Hi there. I want to tell you about a podcast I know you're going to love. It's called The Dead Files from Travel Channel. On The Dead Files, Amy Allen and Steve DeShavi investigate the paranormal activity haunting real people and homes across the United States. Amy and Steve come from totally different perspectives when they investigate. Amy's a medium. She sees and speaks to dead people and uses this skill to find out why someone might be haunting a place. Steve is a retired homicide detective. He tackles the case from the other end of the spectrum and uses public records and witness accounts to piece together the history of the haunted location. On every episode, Steve and Amy investigate a different, real haunting to help the family struggling with its effects. On one episode in Falconer, New York, a family keeps waking up with scratches and bruises. They also see a shadow figure lurking around their home. They call Amy and Steve to investigate. Amy uses her strength as a medium to understand who the presence is coming from and why it's so angry. Separately, Steve finds out the history of the house from the townspeople and in public records. He finds that several people who lived in this house died, which matches Amy's findings. At the end of the episode, Steve and Amy share their findings and make a recommendation on whether it's safe to stay in the house or time to get out. There are so many crazy stories on the dead files, and what's interesting about Amy and Steve is that they investigate the hauntings from two totally different perspectives. You listen to my podcast because you love tales of the paranormal, but if you want more, listen to The Dead Files wherever you get your podcasts. So the idea is when the Queen died, as you say, in December of 2016, yeah. the House of Lords didn't know who to choose, so they decided to just pretend like the queen was still alive to, to buy them time. It was not that they didn't know. It's just that House of Lords was very much like the House of Commons have been in, in well, the Commons in England, in that they, they, uh, they, they're stalemated over the Brexit, and they were stalemated. They, no one person had a majority. So you had maybe uh, one guy with 40% and another guy with 40% and another guy with 20%. But the thing is, you can't share the throne. So the guy with 40 can't get together with the guy with 20 and take the throne. Unless there's a deal done, <laughs> a good deal. And I'm sure maybe that might happen. But right now, you've got no decision, a stalemate in the House of Lords. And they all decide, look, keep the status quo. It's, everybody would agree on that. So we replace it with somebody who would be either a, a, an absolute body double, a doppelganger, or, you know, they could go with even higher. They could go with clones. They could go with robotoids, synthetic automatons. Who knows? They probably have a combination of both. But um, 
but uh, they don't rely on just one, just like they've done with Hillary. You've, you've been following the, the Hillary sent a clone to the, to the September 11th uh, uh, anniversary, and uh, they had to take the, it, the, it overheated the model robot, overheated, and they had to escort it to the car, and it tripped on the way in, as you recall. You, re- you, remember, you followed that, right? I remember that video, yes. Yeah. So you said earlier that there were some, some telltale signs that the queen uh, is dead because there are certain things that have happened since December 2016 that never would have happened had she been alive. Yeah, there's a combination of dots that started to line up. And one was the way in which uh, the the, the, uh, Windsors treated the Harry incident and uh, bringing um, Harry, bringing his uh, his not before he was married, Harry bringing and living in the castle in the residence with the queen in the castle before marriage. The, the, everybody knows who knows the queen. You speak to them. They said, uh, and I've spoken to people who know the queen and have been close with her. They said she'd never allow that if she was alive. Never allow that. Because they That's weren't married the, yet. To have an unmarried couple living under the same roof, in other words. Right, right, right. The second thing is the incident with regard to Donald Trump and the art of the deal. The British crown went ahead and surrendered to Trump in return for a full-scale hugging and uh, and economic union, economic alliance, not a union, but economic alliance with America uh, if they were able to get out of the clutches of the of the beast. But um, in other words Brexit. So yeah. So if if England because they'll they'll be needing access to a free market, the North American market, if they get shut out of the Eurozone. So you're saying that Trump struck a deal with Britain, and that is uh, you can have access to the United States market if Brexit goes through. It's really, yeah, Trump, Trump Trump did a deal with them, but it's they who needed the deal rather than him. Right. He wanted them to stop the war, the ancient quarrel in modern America, as McLuhan called it. And stop the war of because remember uh, Cornwallis never surrendered to Washington, only to Lafayette. They've been keeping the war going, and you and I have gone through many, many shows showing that. That's a no, that's a prerequisite to to what we're talking right, about. Right. Just as, uh, just for those kind of joining us near the end of this movie, <laughs> the idea is that uh, since the since King George the Third lost the colony uh, back in 1776, uh, England has been desperately trying to get it back. Uh, through various means, uh, including uh, mostly warfare and subterfuge, right, and and assassinating uh, the the president in 1963. Read Skolnick's article on the seven presidents assassinated by the British Crown, and of course, you know the war. 1812, the Civil War, which was never a civil war, etc. So that's a prerequisite to what we're talking about. And the information and truth is available. The facts are available and understandable, but we don't have time to go through it right now. Right. So in other words, Britain, they had to, in order to cease this war, instead of Britain becoming, you know, being the master, uh, Britain now would become subservient to the United States. In exchange, the United States would save England's bacon by giving them access to their market in in the event of a of a Brexit, a no yeah, deal bacon. Brexit. In other words, what they would lose from giving up Europe, America guaranteed they would more than double 
the loss of whatever they'd lose from Europe, they'd gain twice as much from an alliance with America. And so they stopped the war, gave up the war and exposed all their black ops groups like the Clintons and the Bushes <laughs> to, to, to Trump and gave, the spies out in the cold got thrown out in the cold and the British Crown did a deal with, and, and surrendered to the Patriot Movement in the United States. And of course, Canada became Canada became part of the United States, a colony of, when we were a colony of England, we became a colony of the United States. And it's very evident if you looked at since that's happened. Um, I mean, they changed the anthem. They put uh, Trump changed the Canadian anthem and didn't change the French anthem. Okay, hang on. Wait, back up there. So yeah. there was a change to the Canadian national anthem not too long yeah. ago, and it was never. It was it was sort of presented that they were doing this to make it more. Uh, gender, gender neutral and so forth. Gender so neutral. point to yeah. the specific line that you say that jumps out at you that says, aha, this is a sign that Canada is now subject to the United States. Okay, well, it, the, it used to say in all our sons command. Right. And they didn't like the word sons, they claim. Yes. Uh, so they wanted to make a general neutral, gen, gender neutral. So in, in order to grammatically correctly make a gender neutral, you'd say in all of our command. Right. And any – I've spoken to three university deans of English. They all agree that in all of us command is improper grammar. That's right. That's what it was changed to, in all of us command. Right. Now, they would never let improper grammar into the Canadian anthem. Presumably not, no. Right. So what makes it proper grammar? In all of United our, States. In all of our command. So you're saying so in all of us command, the us stands for the United, United States. States. Yes, absolutely it does. How can you say in all of us command? That's improper grammar. You're, I mean, <laughs> they've sold that bill of goods. That's, that's like they sold the single bullet theory. <laughs> so... They're putting it in there. Why would they tip us off that way then? Why would well, they, they do all, that? You know, you know, you know that the forces of evil copies the forces of good. They all tell their people in advance what they're going to do. We've covered that. That's a prerequisite that's proven. We talked about how Fox TV had a TV show about Twin Towers in New York getting shot <laughs> hit by airplane. Oh, predictive programming. You're talking in the about predictive. On Fox TV. Right. Not, not hidden in a corner. Look, they always telegraph what they're going to do in advance. There was the New York Times article, Balcony Atop the World. Uh, balcony Scene Atop the World takes on mythic dimensions. August 2000, New York Times, they exposed that they were going to, they said they were building a balcony. You put two and two together, you realize building a balcony, same exact spot where the missile hit, where the plane hit. I mean, they've always telegraphed what they're going to do in advance. And this is just now that we know it, we learn how to have sensitive radar to pick up the, 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 those those little messages. So what you're saying is that we are we are being uh, absorbed by the United States. We are merging. Canada's become what the 51st state. We're retrieving. We're re we're returning to our original state, uh, where the 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 two 
peoples, the two peoples of North America with the common mother, as it says at the Peace Arch in Vancouver, B.C., at the border, children of a common mother, the two brothers that have been very, very well off and therefore isolated from each other. Now that they're under attack from a common enemy, it's like, let's rearrange the covered wagons around our total circumference. And so the rearrange, the 49th parallel disappeared and we rearranged the, our security fence around the circumference of North America, which created the island mentality, which came in with the Survivor Series in 2000 and the idea of let's vote Bush off the island. All of a sudden, island mentality came. That pinpoints in the culture when they rearranged the security fences and started to develop the continent together. So yet we still have our, our uh, different currencies. We have our flag. We have our own parliament. Well, we, we, there's momentum. There, the fact that they... The fact that they've switched horses uh, and combined doesn't mean they've shown the people. That's down in the boiler room, right? That's down going on down in the boiler room. But it's still it's still warm upstairs, even though the furnace is off. But uh, that's not a great example. The bottom line is there's momentum. A train is a better example. Trains doing 60 miles an hour, we're stopping and braking. Well, it's going to take us a mile or two miles to stop, right? Right. So we're in that period now of where behind the scenes, Arctic is being developed. Untapped hydroelectricity in Quebec is being developed. The Hudson's Bay is being developed. Trump doesn't hide this. It's just that the media, which is controlled doesn't let the people see what's really going on because it'll cause the people to panic and maybe they won't get to work on time and work hard at their nine to five judges, uh, nine to five uh, work. You know, they got to keep the people working. You know that, right? So they don't want them to panic. So they, they bring in the changes slowly, little by little by little. But the change has already been made on the hidden ground. They've already combined. Now, whether it's going to be a continental government with headquarters and with a, a Brussels, Strasbourg, uh, our Brussels, Strasbourg will be Philadelphia and Ottawa, or whether there's a 51st, third or fourth state remains open to question and keep an eye and watch for how they're going to maneuver it. But they will. The global theater is all pre-planned and pre-scripted. Uh, well, what about Quebec? Because, you know, they uh, if the queen is, in fact, dead and they are no longer subjects of the queen, what about what's going to happen with Quebec? Well, Quebec obviously the the the, the 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 ruling elite in Quebec know the Queen's dead. They're obviously making. They may be talking to Trump already and done an art of the deal with him. Get their language rights ensconced within a, within an, a, an amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I'm sure Trump would be has the power to change the U.S. Constitution now to include. I'm sure America, the Congress, if they were told, "Hey, Quebec wants to join us. We're going to have all those elect, all that electricity that we've got to pay for now. We're going to get, we'll develop it, and it's ours." And in return, we give them a state and language rights, protect their rights in Quebec, French rights. I'm sure a, a Trump and a, a Congress can do a deal. They're not stupid. And Quebecers, they'll take a U.S. buck in return for a Canadian dollar and take the 30 percent. 
I mean, we're going to see some big changes. I don't know if that's the way it's going to go. They may form their own country. Trump may recognize them at the UN as a separate country. They may form a separate country and enter into a trade alliance uh, added to the North American one, and everything's tickety-boo. Let me tell you about three simple letters that do so much for the body. C, B, D. Pharmaceutical companies are racing to pass legislation so that CBD non-psychoactive oil will not be available to the public. And I think you can figure out why. Now, here's the thing. CBD oil from Ancient Life Oil is made from organic non-GMO hemp and it's blended with three different oils for maximum absorption. If you have fear, anxiety, or stress, why not have some CBD from Ancient Life Oil? A little bottle can be a big relief. Join the many people who've experienced Ancient Life Oil. Log on today at ancientlifeoil.com and discover the newly reduced prices. Ancient Life Oil passes on their savings to you. Ancient Life Oil, the Ferrari of CBD products. The truth goes through three stages. First, it is ridiculed. Then, it is violently opposed. Finally, it is accepted as self-evident. Let me just read that again, what that means. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Media scientist Nelson Thal is here discussing the Queen, Canada, and the United States. Would there be a formal announcement at some point, or would we be basically a country in name only? In other words, they'll never tell us. We'll continue to use our own currency, and we, we, we think we're a country, but in, 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 in effect, we're not. Richard, look, Richard, in Europe, they had many, many nations with many, many separate languages, and they put together a continental government and a continental currency. We have only two nations and no language difference. Do you think it's going to be, if the Europeans did it, it's called the EU. Don't you think they could do it here? Come oh, for on. sure they could do it. They For sure they could do it. And they worked hard at doing it. Watch how they did it in Europe. They started in the 50s. They, in Europe, 1992. They picked it up in 92. And then they, had the, and then they brought in the currency in 2000. They can create the disease here in order to offer the cure and bring in either a continental government, as I say, Brussels, Strasbourg, our Brussels, Strasbourg will be Philadelphia and Ottawa, or they'll bring in separate states, but it'll, it'll probably copy what was done in Europe. And so we'll have a continental government with a, uh, with a, with a parliament in Philadelphia and we'll elect the, the Americans will elect members to Congress. I mean, the French elect people to their government and yet they send the British elect MPs, and yet they send Nigel Farage and other parties to the continental government. We'll do the same thing, that's all. And we probably will go with a single currency after they bring in the continental government. It's very easily done. Now, you, you talked about creating the disease in order to offer the cure, and the cure would be continental government. So let's imagine then what the disease might be. Because right now, it seems like we have a federal government intent on collapsing our economy 
Uh, well, particularly exactly, the, the energy that's, sector. That's the disease they'll create. First of all, I think that this whole Jason Jody Raybould is the is part of the the creating the disease to separate Quebec, the Laval and SNC. I don't see you know the whole thing is so obvious. This whole Raybould thing. It, it, the real agenda is it's about getting Canada, creating the disease in Canada, so that they'll join the U.S. And the canola thing with the Chinese. Come on. Now we've got, have you seen the recent thing? The farmers, they, the Chinese don't want to buy the canola. Right. So right. we can't sell our oil to anybody. The whole pipeline issue is was part of the creating the disease. Trump and Trudeau, they're all working together on this. Trump and Trudeau are working together on this global, this this continental theater play. The the. the the whole pipeline issue and disaster, now the Jody Raybould. Um, I'd say the diseases make life harsh for Canadians and let them see what the real world is all about and how joining together as a, the two countries is going to be great for them. They're, they're great for them. And, and they'll use, keep an eye on, look, the NHL is another way in which they're bringing the countries together and the football scam with the what's his name on his knee because there's no nfl here in canada so the nfl is they had to bring down the nfl in order to unite canada and america and what's the best way to unite canada and america national hockey league there's teams all around the united the continent and so watch and they had they had them at the white house the only team that went to the white house was the washington capitals hmm. So it's right in, under our nose, all the parts and all the steps and the dots lining up to do of what they're doing, creating the disease to offer the cure. And there'll be more. Just watch. You'll see. And, and for you personally, Nelson, how do you feel about uh, Canada being absorbed by the United States or continental government? Okay. Well, I think as a, new, as a media scientist, which I am, uh, like all other scientists, I separate my emotional side from my my scientist side. Uh, and I take the technique of the suspended judgment. As a Canadian, you're now asking me a personal question about how I feel, which is outside the realm of the discussion I do publicly, because as a publicly, I just talk about media science and I leave my personal feelings aside. Okay, well then as a media scientist... Well, as a media scientist, I think it's great because I think that um, uh, the only way uh, – why have stagnation and why have hunger and why have hardship for people when you can get lots of synergy out of combining things together? I mean corporations do it all the time. The cultures of corporations – I mean the, the WWF took over the uh, – the other, you know, McMahon takes over the other league and the NFL took over the AFL and companies take over other companies and the cultures merge and they're better for it because there's synergy. There's there's uh, there's less waste and there's a lot of waste between Canada and the United States. But combined, there's a lot of synergy that would make that would take the homeless off the streets. Talk to me about the the, the vast resources you mentioned the un, virtually untapped hydroelectric power in Quebec, if that was to be properly developed, and the resources, you know, the pipelines, and the there's more oil reserves in Canada than anywhere else in the world. 
I've heard four times more oil reserves in Canada than the United States. They're well, now. And they're and I'm now, not talking about Alberta, which is dirty oil. First of all, there's Anwar. The Americans have Anwar off the coast of Alaska, and a lot of Anwar is underneath Canadian territory. Hmm. And that's the largest oil deposit. And that's clean oil. That's clean raw. That's, that's not the dirty stuff out in Alberta. The other thing is there's huge untapped. What's not talked about is the untapped hydroelectric. Now, remember, hydroelectric power is costs nothing. It's, the, it's nature, it's water, it's nature creating electricity and tidal. We've never harnessed the power of the tides in Hudson's and James Bay that could add tremendous amounts of free electricity. So we're on the verge, it's never been developed because the Americans never uh, were allowed to and the Quebecois and the Canadians never had the money to do it. So there's untapped resources there, huge resources to give us free electricity so we could pump the electricity down to pennsylvania to the steel mills there and we could start putting out the cheapest goods ever because the electricity will be near free and i want to add this that the bush gang and the oil cartel murdered uh the people involved in cold fusion and chased ponds and fleischmann out of the country they were doing work on cold fusion which has been developed and that, in top of the untapped resources, means we have near free electricity. The cost of a car, on average, is cost General Motors or Ford about two to three thousand dollars. A a car is made up of the cost of electricity. You can bring that down to near zero. Just think of all the car companies that have come into the United States. So. There, we're going to have a boom, an economic boom here like nobody can believe. But the people don't know about it, so they – hopefully there's trickle down. But once again, the ruling elite and the wealthy will benefit by it. So by keeping it quiet, they benefit, and hopefully the people will start to get involved and talk about it. But unfortunately, the media is controlled by the deep state. They don't want the people to know and so we're going to have more class war as a result of it. And that's unfortunate. Nelson, you connect the dots and you, uh, you, you bring things to the fore that, that nobody else does. I really appreciate uh, you coming on with me. Uh, Richard, it's a great honor. I exclusively do it with you because you're such a fantastic reporter, journalist, and just a great media scientist in your own right. And I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh, – uh, be on with you tonight. Thanks, Nelson. All the best. Bye-bye. Okay, before I dim the lights in my little studio beneath the stairs, I'll be back with a few words on what's in store on Friday's edition of Conspiracy Unlimited. If you're a fan of this podcast or my weekly radio program, The Conspiracy Show, or my YouTube channel, Strange Planet, I hope you'll consider becoming an official donor. A donation of $50 a month places you in the Star Chamber. $20 a month is the Whistleblower Tier, and a donation of just $10 per month makes you a truth seeker. Star Chamber and Whistleblower members can participate in an exclusive monthly online chat or video conference with me. And all donors are entered into a monthly draw for Strange Planet merchandise. Any monthly amount is welcome and greatly appreciated. 
Since YouTube demonetized my channel, I need your support more than ever. To become an official donor, go to patreon.com forward slash strange planet. Coming up next, the strange story of how a tall, hairy creature terrorized a small Missouri town during the summer of 1972. Almost your classic, you know, villagers with pitchforks. I mean, it was, I've just tried to imagine that scene in my mind and them coming up the street and some of them were armed and, you know, I mean, not uncommon for people living in rural areas to, you know, to possess shotguns and things. And I guess this was alarming enough to where uh, some of them grabbed their guns and headed out of the house. And I think they all sort of converged together and were, as they moved towards Mars off Hill, then you've got the Harrisons fleeing the scene. And that just added to this whole mob crazy mentality that was going on just, just so quickly. Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now. A new Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. Blow your mind. That is all for now. Oh, and remember to share and give a five-star review because we have huge egos and need love. We're like cats. We need... We need constant petting.